Shut up, I love it. You've heard of 30, flirty, and thriving. Well, I'm a 40, horny, and crying. Shut up. I love it. I am Joe Cabello, and I'm here with... Sasha Filer. That's an interesting opening. Yeah. Okay. It is an interesting one. You're yeah. going to cut it. No, uh, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it on purpose. <laughs> because you said I'll cut it, and so I'll keep it on purpose. This is, y'all, Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast when we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, forgotten, you name it. Joining us today, who is this, Joe? You don't know. I do. I don't have any of the information in front of me, so that really gave me a panic attack. Like, I know. Oh, I was I was going for it. She's a writer, editor, and producer. Most recently, she produced and edited original music videos for Bloomsday Gold Comedy's first musical comedy group. Welcome, Michelle Chicatelli. Hi, thank you for having me. Our pleasure. So now, welcome. Are, are we getting, uh, is this you we're talking to, or is this your younger self that is now in your older body? That's just a really good question. That's a very good question. Uh, it's a little bit of both, but like, <laughs> well. it's, <laughs> it's um, you know, I'm doing myself a younger favor, do, my, my younger self a favor by doing this, but... I still very much love and appreciate this thing. Wow. It's time to reveal what this thing is. <laughs> a very oblique uh, <laughs> reveal there of what the movie or the topic is, rather. Oh, giving it away already. What is it, Sorry. Michelle? Um, it is 13 going on 30. Wow. Uh, the 2004 Jennifer Garner flick. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner classic? Mm. to me classic mm-hmm. yeah i don't know how you guys feel I feel, I feel <laughs> it's classic. classic watching it felt classic to me joe yeah. what do you think classic yeah i mean i would that heavy question marked classic was me my opinion on it you were pitching uh, minus, it. yeah 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 <laughs> got it yeah it was a little too heavy on the question mark, maybe. That I put on. Yes. Just feeling it out. Yeah. Making sure, we're on the same page about it. I was nervous. <laughs> we are on the same page. It's JG's um, classic. And yeah. uh, a bit of very hot looking Mark Ruffalo in there. Like, I oh, feel like yeah. he's very attractive in this. He's a good looking guy. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is a, I don't want to say a peak for him, but mm-hmm. like a, a prime moment for him. I so think. much so that my husband passed by the computer, saw me watching the movie, and said, "If I were uh, a gay man, I would go after like Mike, Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> the <laughs> the guy that I would be obsessed with." I was like, you know, I don't wow. blame you. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. him like. Well, maybe I heard him a couple of times. Like I think it's like young Paul Newman or something. But this is like one. <laughs> this is a this is a new one for me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're fun to discover. They're like catching Pokemon. You want to find <laughs> all 150 of your husband's uh, man crushes. Saving them all uh, in my little diary. So Michelle, uh, are you like a big fan of the movie? Have you seen it a ton of times? Uh, and oh when yeah, is the thirteen first time? times. Thirteen, or 30. 30. more than that. When I have seen it a yeah. lot of times. Tell us everything. Um, it is one of those movies that like, I'm not a film person. I don't, I'm not like a, 
movie buff. I don't, when people say like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, I don't really care. You know, like Mm -hmm. I just don't have one. Um, I'm more of a TV person and I like the small, you know, bite size amount that TV is. Uh, Quibi was very upsetting. The the loss of Quibi was very upsetting for you. Huge fan of Quibi. (laughs) Quibi. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was made for me. Um, But this movie is just one that I can watch anytime. It's like if it's on TV, I'm watching it. If I if I'm scrolling through, you know, streaming platforms and it's there, I'm like, I could watch something new or I could just watch this again. <laughs> like, Reliable. It's just I've always loved it. I think I'm trying to think if I saw it like when it first came out in theaters. I don't know if I did, but I know that I had the soundtrack. Mm, for like a birthday i got a cd of the 13 going on 30 soundtrack and that i loved not original soundtrack right because it's all songs that are like yeah like it's all like Mm -hmm. 80 songs and Mm like um but that i think cemented my love for it Mm -hmm. and that was one of in my rotation of like my disc man in the car and stuff Mm -hmm. that's that was in the rotation. It was like that one. I think Freaky Friday had a good soundtrack. Like a couple good movie soundtracks. About switching from one place to another. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that was like a theme. I guess it was like the birthday gift that year had a little bit of a theme. And those are the mm. CDs I got. Um, so I've just loved it ever since then. What is the premise, just real quick, in case somebody hadn't yes. heard of this film? So this... 13 Going on 30 is about a 13-year-old girl, Jenna Rank, who is just unhappy with how, I guess it's middle school or early high school is going. Yeah, what's 13 Um, years old? What is this? Middle. uh, Middle school. Late middle. So she is like not popular, trying to get in with the popular crowd, just feels like she's failing at her middle school years so she wishes she could be 30 flirty and thriving <laughs> and she gets her wish i got my uh, wish too my 40, <laughs> 40 and crying wish i didn't yeah. i didn't it's, want it it, did, it, it didn't good. kill the first time i don't know why <laughs> we're trying it again we just gotta it'll hit on the third time All so right, we'll see, just we'll wait see. up we're <laughs> with bated breath for the third <laughs> appearance um so she, yeah, she gets her wish and uh, becomes a 30-year-old woman in New York in the magazine biz. And she realizes maybe uh, the life she wished for isn't all it cracked up to be. And it's also kind of, uh, it's not played this way, but it's a pretty horrifying existential premise to lose <laughs> so many years of your life in an instant and be so confused. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a another movie in there that someone could make off the same premise that's a totally different genre. That's a great point. And, yeah. and the fact that she's still a child, right? Mm-hmm. And she's right. being, well, kissed is the lightly way to put, you know, like by grown man. Like, I mean, she's being... And she uh, hits on the, the young boy, too. Yeah, yeah this, that's very complicated. Like, that moment, because you were like, Am I looking at a 30-year-old doing this? Or is it like we have to just remember that it's a 13-year-old mind asking yeah. that? Hard to tell. And, and you know, that I think this is sort of like a similar premise to Big, 
the Tom mm-hmm. Hanks movie. And I I think Big is creepier in the way that they do it. And I think 13 going on 30 hits those creepy points a little bit, but they then like address it. And I think they handle it a little better and work through it a little better than I think Big did. I saw Big a couple of times, but I can't remember because I just have bad memory for movies. Um, does he like realize that like this guy, that the old, like the older guy that he is, is a not a good person? Is there that element or no? No, because he didn't skip years. He's like mm. in the same time, right. but he's grown. Yeah, he transformed, not right. the time travel. And I think that's probably what adds to creepiness, right? Because it's yeah. like also her, the gender yeah. thing. Too. Like true. it just yeah. is creepier a guy a thirty year old guy hitting on a thirteen year old girl versus a thirty year old girl a thirteen year old boy. It oh, just yeah. is. I don't think you could do thirteen going on thirty swapped. Mm-hmm. I think it would be it not, would be Yeah. Not yeah. with the, those beats. It's not those yeah. comedic beats. Somebody tried. Somebody yeah. must have pitched it. <laughs> it just didn't I, I write that scene in every one of my screenplays <laughs> even if the premise is not anything to do with that I do have that scene so. oh, yeah that's great the pugs the pugs uh, the famous the, pugs yeah my script. pug script yeah um, <laughs> little insider baseball for the insider fans insider baseball once in a while happens here and shut up I love it so Michelle how many times have you seen this film do you think oh gosh easily once or twice a year since it came out so <laughs> so 2004 to 2022 it's a lot of times that's like Over embarrassing 30. for me um i would say yeah probably how many years is that who knows years? But, we're um, not we're not here for 20 math. 20 times 20 <laughs> we'll never something know. like that yeah um what about you joe have you seen this film before so a long time ago when it first came out but i actually had just seen it a month and a half two months ago for my fiance's birthday we have like a little mini tradition if it's your birthday you can pick any movie and everybody who's there has to watch it what happens if it's not your birthday and you want to watch a movie you're well that then then we flip a coin arm (laughs) wrestle (laughs) all sorts of things like that but it's like it's a good opportunity to like show a movie that the person usually would say i don't Mm -hmm. know um, not that that was the case here. I was like, okay, cool. This is a good one to watch. Uh, so I, it was pretty fresh recently. I was like, oh, I've been thinking about this movie. Let's mm-hmm. do this as a topic. And uh, that's the you, first, yeah. first and last time you saw it. Well, I would say it was the first time that's measurable or like measurable. important because I didn't really remember it from oh, years right. and years ago. Yeah, because you were a child. Yes, and then I skipped all those years and became this. What a, what a disappointment. That magic glitter dust will really get you. <laughs> yeah. I ha- hadn't seen this film until, um, uh, what is it, yesterday slash today. Yeah, it's the first one. Um, just because it sounds like romantic comedy when I hear it, and uh, I don't watch romantic comedies, but I have been watching them heavily for Shut Up, I Love It, because they often is subject for yeah. Shut Up, I Love It, which is great. So, um, you know, it was the first time, but, um, yeah, I I have, I have thoughts, uh, but (laughs) let's just say it was, it was a fun ride. Let's just, let's just preview it a little bit. Yeah. It was a fun ride. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Now this is, uh, obviously 
this isn't a situation where you watched it recently and are like, hey, this is great. Um, you've had a long history with this. What do you think gravitated you towards it so much when you were young? Um, I think that it was, it's a very like fun, upbeat movie. There's a lot of, I mean, obviously the music is amazing. Um, you have like Jesse's girl in there. You have, um, tainted love, love is a battlefield. Like there's just great, like love anthems throughout the movie. And it's just like a great pace and it moves and it's like a party the whole time. I feel like, um, it was just one of those movies that was like a great like middle school sleepover movie, high school, you mm. know, that kind of thing. Was there any sort of like you wished that or felt like you were wanted to be grown or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think definitely, I think it's common. A, a lot of people wish, you know, oh, I just want to skip through all this awkward middle school strife and just be an adult and have control over my own life and you know that kind of thing and it's not always all it's cracked up to be and you don't want to wish those years away so I uh I think now it probably has a different meaning for me than it did back when I was 13 Mm -hmm. but um it's it's it works either way I feel like why do you think this is a good topic for Shut Up, I Love It? Like, it, it's, it's 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not, it's not too bad, is it? Um, for a rom-com, uh, you know, I think that's fair. It's not too bad. I mean, I was a little disappointed in that rating mm-hmm. and in a lot of the other ratings. Plus, I would think I was bitter that Big has like a 97% or something annoying mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. So I was like, this is unfair. <laughs> um and I just think, I think it's gotten the rap that like it ripped off big and that that's not fair, I think. I think it did something better and it works a little better and I spoke to me more than big does. And I just think it's a little underappreciated as a rom-com and, and young women fun lesson movie (laughs) (laughs) it should have been called that young fun yeah young woman young woman lesson movie instead you know what it was called called apparently in like 30 countries suddenly 30 that's what it says based on wikipedia not horrible title but 13 going on 30 is much better i think in english in english it is Yeah. yeah i don't know how do you say it in any other language um, because it seems like mm. it's an idiom, like it just sounds American. Yeah. Um, but um, so it's almost like Michelle, you're defending this film against Big, right? Like against Big, like you have beef with Big. I have a little beef with Big. I mean, I would defend this film anyway. I think it's a great mm-hmm. movie. It's one of my favorites, and I think I think this is underappreciated as a favorite film. I think people would be embarrassed to say my favorite movie is Thirteen Going on Thirty. It'd be like. You don't know movies. Not you my know? fiance. <laughs> she would not be embarrassed. Does she love it? Like, shut up, I love it. Oh, she, yeah. If I told her tonight, put this on twice, we'll run it back to back. She would yes. say yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Are you generally, Michelle, a, a fan of rom-coms or is this like a special, special one? Um, I, I 
generally a fan of rom-coms from that era. I'm not generally a fan of rom-coms from now. I feel like... From 1980s, like big. We know that. Those are great, too. I I think some of of those are great. Not big. Like a When Harry Met Sally, love it. Great. Awesome. But like more recent, not so... They get kind of corny. I feel like this was one of the last good not corny rom-coms i mean i guess my question is if you're into rom-coms there's whoever is is um are you aren't you into them because they're corny like what's the deal first of all what are you i mean i guess the general question that i I would i I would first off this movie is corny that's not a (laughs) that's not an insult all right yeah but it's very corny and it's very of its time as well like the, the 13 going on 30 graphic Almost Love made it. me puke with early two thousands. It's like Times New Roman font <laughs> with like <laughs> glitter and like a computer animation that yeah. like you could probably process through a phone these days. Yeah. Do, do you think it's because the nation was just coming out of the nine eleven like haze? I think we're still just get coming out of that yeah. haze. Uh, we always, so. uh, Michelle. If you're not familiar, we. On shut up, I love it. Always, um, like we draw the line, like nine eleven, and we, we kind of see where the thing falls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. compared there's to pre and post just pre the and shift post. yeah 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 i think the modern rom-coms the a problem for me is star power there's mm-hmm. our uh, celebrities and stars are so they're smaller now you know they're like influencers and like actors nobody really knows but have a huge a popular fan base that's small but this era and before, like Jennifer Garner was Jennifer Garner. She was already know. that. I don't know. She was she was getting the shit alias and uh, mm, alias things of, of this nature. She was definitely like a star. You had Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker rom coms. Right, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess Jennifer Garner would be like my uh, more favorite out of this bunch. Doesn't mean she's a favorite. But out of, oh boy, like I would not run after a Reese Witherspoon movie. (laughs) Or especially Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, But like, hey, like Jennifer did not bother me at all. I thought she was great. Like she did the thing. A breath of fresh air, I think. Yeah, it was pretty fresh. Joe, did you feel like she was fresh for you? She's good. She's perfect for this role of playing like this infantilized version of an adult. I think that's very good for her. Uh, at least yeah. for this era, the era of that movie. How did you all yeah. think about Ruffalo's performance? Besides his uh, dramatically beautiful looks. Mm-hmm. Good, right? Sad, Good. <laughs> what did you say? Sad. sad. He was a sad sack, right? <laughs> he was a sad sack. The, yeah. Okay, so, the, and I have to call out this line from the end. Okay. Where okay. in the, the, we'll call it the reality B, this... Mm fake reality mm-hmm. i don't know whatever it is bees the forward yeah future yeah. yeah yeah he says um you don't always get like the perfect life but you get close or like you don't always get your dream life but you get close J- mm-hmm. just like he's about to marry this woman he loves but he's also like admitting this isn't really what i would always have wanted and it's just like really sad and, <laughs> and he does, does he exist? Kisses another he does kiss another woman like he, he's a cheater. Is, yeah yeah he's a cheater He's a cheater. <laughs> I mean, he is, right? Yeah, uh, no, he is. He is. It's all questionable. I mean, there we had a moment, my boyfriend and I were rewatching it recently, and he was like, I'd 
be curious to know, like, there's an alternate universe somewhere now where Mark Ruffalo's character is just living a sad life forever. Yeah. Yeah, does like, the, do they die? We've now split the space-time continuum, and so he is now continuing on to live that life with Wendy right. and just being sad. Well, that's, that's never, what they're saying, know. right? Like, that's that's because the Jenna, right, Jenna, she comes mm-hmm. back to the reality B. And so we know she abandoned Mark Ruffalo, right? So, yeah. So it is things are pretty bleak in reality B once she's gone. And, and if we are really getting into the weeds of reality B and saying <laughs> that is a reality that's continuing, yeah. What does happen to Jennifer Gardner? Like is she then replaced by her the her previous Clone. consciousness that was a bitch like that evil version of herself mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. that get replaced within her and if so where was she during the events of the movie where was that <laughs> floating, consciousness floating in time in a black hole in space yeah. or was she just for like a one bright second living in the reality a like as swept. a kid yeah like a swap. wow and then like let's see that let's see that for just like a hot second how did she feel about it yeah wow yeah, i don't it's know not, but i want it's to not know. it's not a movie that loves to get into the physics and the <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. that is of it but it's nice to think about i mean i feel like no <laughs> time travel movie really ever mm. fully I'd say some you know, of them do, like Primer. <laughs> well, if it's like, there's movies that have time travel, and then there's yeah. time travel movies. Oh, nice. And movies yeah. that have tri- time travel are like this, where it's like, well, we don't care how it works. It works as much as it needs to yeah. for this story. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's just bare minimum. Like, literally, just the, the, the <laughs> glitter falls on her head. Like there's just there's nothing there's there's nothing. Okay, and he kept the dollhouse. Wendy, I I have go, questions. Yeah, what did Wendy, Wendy goes into the office? Is like, what's the dollhouse? Can you get rid of the dollhouse? It's weird now. He can't explain They've been it. They've fighting because, for years about this. Yeah, because yeah, there's pictures, right? There's cut out pictures of his old, uh, whatever, middle school cr- crush, all over yeah. it. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, it's just some dollhouse. Don't worry about it. It's generic dollhouse that I enjoy. Yeah. It's like, no, it's about this person. And weirder. Obsessed with. If it is a generic dollhouse. No, it's just the dollhouse that I keep <laughs> for decades. That's all it is. Also, can we like address how poor he is? In 2004, I was living in New York and living in the Greenwich, in the Greenwich, Greenwich Village, in West Village, basically New York, was already very fucking fancy. Mm-hmm. It was very fancy, but they play like, oh, well, I need the money. Like, I need to pay the rent. It's like, dude, you're yeah. living in a very fancy uh, uh, neighborhood. So I don't yeah. know why they were like, for whom? They were juxtaposing <laughs> the Upper East Side or whatever where she lives. And he is the guy <laughs> and, who lives and the like, in another super fancy neighborhood. Like, it's like West Hollywood, but like really hot part of West Hollywood. Like, yeah. Um, so there's definitely some New York stuff that I had problems with, but, um, but I don't know, like, I mean, she was just uh, like, what, what, what else is there to say before we go to the ratings? Cause I have thoughts and I want to express them, but I know ratings is the best place to express them. Oh. Express yourself. Andy Circus. <laughs> you got to talk oh, about Andy Circus. Oh yeah, Circus. we have to talk about Andy Circus. Mm. Insane. So good. 
Also, <laughs> yeah. we need to note, in the thriller dance scene, so they're all doing the dance, and, you know, Jennifer so Garner's money. there, and then her best friend comes up, and, you know, Mark Ruffalo's there, whatever. Andy Serkis comes in and just steals the show doing this. Mm. Like, he's done thr- the thriller dance his whole life. Like, he had professional... I don't yeah. know what his dance history is. He came in like a professional dancer and just casually was like, yes, I know these moves, and I'm going to... Like, stole the show. And it yeah, was a you- single moment in the movie. It wasn't So like, quick. Yeah, it wasn't like a genre. Like, it didn't make the movie a genre of like, and a musical. It was like, no, there's just this one moment, but don't worry about it. Forget about it. This, yeah. We never come back to it. And he's only there for like four seconds like he comes in the very last bit of the shot and then and just like has these moves down and then it's like no one's gonna talk about this like he's an amazing dancer yeah it's like it's clear why he got smeagol that type of body movement he's the best (laughs) he's the king i actually kind of forgot because like i've known him so much uh as uh motion capture acting with yeah. like uh, the Planet of the Apes and uh, Lord of the Rings, and then just recently seeing him like pop up in Marvel and DC movies, been like, oh cool, he's a he's an actor, he's a actual actor. But then I'm like so ignorant to these past roles where he was mm-hmm. just yeah. a real Before actor. Before he smiggled up the ladder. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> if you if you want your acting career to level up, you gotta smiggle at some point. Yeah. He smiggled, he smiggled uh, facelessly, and then now. If, the face is back on. Yeah. Good looking face. Yeah. So many good looking faces. Jennifer has a good face. I'm, I'm all yeah. about her face. Joe, any thoughts on Jennifer's face? It's intense. I don't know if I'm a huge uh, Jennifer Garner fan Ooh. in total. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like I don't know what it is. Body parts? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, no, like her entire career. I think there are mm. performances that I like. Like I don't dislike her in this movie, but I don't know if um like if she has a new project i'm not rushing to see it right because of her uh how about how about you michelle are you a jennifer garner head i'm not i'm really not i've never really been like oh my god i gotta see that movie jennifer garner's in it i feel like for me this is my favorite thing she's done um i think she's you know lovable in a lot of ways Mm. you know cute but i think this is the thing I've appreciated most that she's done. Uh, she did, though, recently reconnect with Mark Ruffalo, and they did a show or a movie together. Wow. Yeah. Re- very recently, like last few months or last year. Really? Reality, gotta... Which I haven't seen. Reality B um, for them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they did like a little recreation of the photo of them on the couch together at the end of spoilers. Oh, um, spoilers abound. Fine with spoilers. <laughs> at the end of Thirteen Going Out Thirty, they little like recreated it. It was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, like Maddie and Jenna are still together. It was very, very I, sweet. I really like that ending where they're in the basement as kids. She's back to reality, and it's like, oh come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. You see a door, and then it opens, and they come out as adults to get married. Yeah. I love that because I hate the one thing I that makes me uncomfortable about a lot of any movie, especially with a romance, is you're like, okay, you've got the rest of your lives now. Something's gonna fuck up. Like mm-hmm. if the, if they had ended that, that, that at like thirteen year olds, mm-hmm. 
like, okay, we're 13 year olds and we love each other. It's like, well, you know, that's going to change uh, <laughs> in high school <laughs> or something. So I did like them forcing the true happy ending on so, us. So forget. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm now lost. So this is reality B, right? We're back to reality B in that moment. She fixed Real, it. I think it was like a Ray Bradbury moment. Like with that's the, reality A. No. Yeah, the, I think the, it's the reality ending. A fast forwarded. Or did she fix years. the reality B? Like, was it her fixing it? There's no. And fixing. then it was like zap. There's no way to fix it. Reality B is either continues on or it just blips away. It no longer exists once she goes well, back. Because, because to me, the way I understood it is that there's only like okay, so she comes back like with this knowledge of that she became a bad person as a grown up. So she has to become good, starting with this boy whose name escapes me right now. Maddie. Maddie. (laughs) Mark Ruffalo. So she's nice to Mark and cut to now when they are in that place. She fixed that reality. It's like, again, Ray Bradbury, some kind of must have been like some short sci-fi story of like, oh, so we, do you, does anybody know what I'm talking about? I keep saying Ray Bradbury. There's a short story where it's like basically like when they say, Okay, so they, they travel into the into the future and they realize that the one thing they do, these like explorers, they step on a butterfly. And so they right. step on, on, the, on the butterfly or they travel in the past. I fucked it up. They travel in the past and they step on the butterfly. And when they come back to the present, they realize that a bunch of colors are gone in this world because that right. butterfly was killed and that affected everything. And so now the world is like gray and missing like blue and whatnot. So... Isn't that what happened? That's what I thought happened. Like she went back and no. fixed the few. No, no, Why that's not? reality A. That's the thirteen-year-old. She went back yeah. to her thirteen-year-old original life and then lived the rest of her life with better knowledge that she had learned from reality B. Or did it cancel yeah. out reality B and became? No, we don't care about reality B. I think once the horse is out of the gate, it's mm. out of the gate. You know what I mean? Like that reality is going. All right. It's, it's, See, I didn't, yeah, and they're all like paths. See, but I think that could be a rule of the world where you can fix and like just rewind everything. And but and that now sucks because <laughs> then she she lost her years. Still, like she doesn't live yeah. those years. No, no, she does, but it's a jump cut. So when she comes back to uh, being nice to Maddie, then we go on for a while with you know 17 years of them being together and they get married and yeah that's reality a because reality b <laughs> transformed itself into yeah. reality a no no she, reality b taught her the lessons it taught reality a jennifer garner the lesson she needed to learn to make reality a a good life but reality b only existed for her to learn that lesson and then it evaporated yes yes that is correct so or the, or the it primary. continued maybe we don't know right Michelle you <laughs> right. your boyfriend I, I think like said it continues I, on yeah right? it, mm-hmm. I think reality B is now just a sad lonely place where Matt yeah. and Wendy have to make it work for yeah, the rest of time that's that's one way to look at it I feel like if I were you know writing a Rick and Morty spec I probably would have figured out better like a better math behind again we're talking math yeah. here some kind of situation but um this movie could be four hours long and deal (laughs) with that stuff and it becomes like interesting 
the do you ever see the butterfly effect that Ashton Kutcher movie? Yeah, yes. Ashton Which Kutcher, I think right? Is based that's like the on same the yeah. Ray Bradbury story. Yeah, where he goes like back and forth, he messes things up all the so it could be you could make a series. I mean, I'm waiting for the Rick and Morty episode on it. Really, <laughs> truly, I am um, right now putting it out there in this podcast yeah. because we all know that Dan Harmon listens to this podcast yeah. religiously. <laughs> and uh and saying dan Harmon, it's time to write the 13 going on 30 rick and morty episode we'll do it it is time me and sasha could tag team that also yes. the adam project is the movie you were referencing yes. earlier that she's in with mark mm. ruffalo also about time travel and it it is it's about a young boy who meets his future self who comes back in time to uh, fix things so it's wow. very I, no, I very totally derivative. forgot about that movie, and I, I haven't watched it it's it is 13 going on 30 it's more derivative than 13 going on 30 is derivative to big I think yeah and I'm sure it was no coincidence that they were both cast in it if I it was a coincidence so. then someone was not paying attention it must yeah have, there must Idiot. be some other reality involved <laughs> oh my god good movie though um, yeah, yeah okay yeah well this has been more sci-fi conversation than i expected uh, and i think we're ready to go to the ratings joe what do you think you too. well i want to talk a little bit more about reality b and the idea of reality c as well oh no go ahead because if the glitter exists in both the real- no i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to do that my nose started to bleed a little bit. I sucked it I back out before that. it dribbled too much. and i was bleeding backwards because it's all rewinding back <laughs> to that starting point <laughs> yeah, I say let's do some ratings unless Michelle anything else you want to talk about with this 13 going on 30. Um I I well I do want to bring up one last very quick thing and that her boyfriend, the ranger is um like in reality B, Jennifer Garner's at the age of 30, her boyfriend that she doesn't like, the ranger, <laughs> the blonde guy, yeah. has had has been un- underappreciated as an actor, I think, and nailed that role so hard. Mm. And it was so funny and did the like weird, you know, unaware kind of just like floating through life boyfriend so perfectly and beautifully. And um, I wish he had gotten more work out of that. Sam Ball is the actor. Let's see what else he was in. A bunch of TV. TV is good. Michelle prefers TV. Yeah. Yeah. So you might not much recently, I don't think. Uh, yeah, actually, Rumors in 2021, he played Robert <laughs> in Perry Mason. He played Roy Royce. Wow, he he's been getting the R roles. He's been doing good. Uh, had, a, had a break between 2013 and 2019. So maybe he was in a I, different reality or something. Maybe he was in reality B. It's <laughs> unfortunate. He's the alien that runs us all, like all these realities. <laughs> He's in charge. Uh, wow, what a shout out. I hope yeah. he listens to this episode. He probably yeah. will. If I, I were will. him, I would. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. How do these ratings work on this podcast, Joe? Uh, they work this way. We're going to rate 13 going on 30 on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as our basis of comparison. That something else could be another rom-com or it could be, you know, first love, like an experience like that. Like, oh, first love is magical like a nine, and so is this movie. It doesn't really matter. It's up to you. And if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. Mm-hmm. Sasha, you, know you have I'm, a one-chambered? Yeah, I can actually go first. 
But I'm just trying to remember the movie. Um, um, hold on. Uh, yeah, so I'm actually going to go ahead and compare this movie to Barb and Stark go to Vista del Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's a, a waiting to be a shut up. I love it topic. I'm sure. Well, let's find out. Yeah. So uh, I'm a big, f and the reason I'm comparing them is because they're both comedies, right? With stars. So like, let's see how they did both in my brain, which is the only brain that matters. Um, <laughs> so I am a big fan of Kristen Wiig. I think she's amazing. Fantastic so freaking funny and i couldn't get past like 15 minutes of fucking barb and star go to Dista del mar oh, what it's so it was just good. unwatchable we just i mean both jay aforementioned husband and i were we were full of excitement sitting down there and uh, and neither of us could handle the um just like that long sing scene on the couch where they're just doing like these like groundlings characters which I assume is what this is supposed to be anyway, but like they're just doing it for so long and they're just like, oh, this is what this movie is going to be. Is this going to become anything else? No, this is what this movie is going to no, be. No, you don't even know. <sighs> and so that was enough, enough uh, to turn it off. So I will uh, never know what, okay. unless it becomes oh, wow. a topic of the Sheriff at all. But 15 minutes in, it was just disappointing. It was just now like, this is what you did. Imagine a sandwich mm. and you took a bite and you didn't get any of the filling yet. It was just the bread. Poorly made sandwich. And then you're <laughs> then you're like, oh well, no, you bit it wrong. Then you're bit, like, <laughs> I bit it like any human would. <laughs> you bit. didn't get. You had to get the full sandwich. You didn't even get to the pepperoncinis and the salami and the cheese yet. You don't yeah. even know what the sandwich is. Big part of b being a good being a good sandwich is being constructed properly and aligned. It's a big part. That's why one of the best sandwiches actually made by. Uh, uh, in in uh, sold in Japan because they're 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 made very with that with that you know co configuration of a sandwich is is it's a big part of a Japanese sandwich. So um, just putting it out there, check out Japanese. <laughs> I'm gonna put Japanese sandwich on the scale as well. Why not? <laughs> so <laughs> Japanese sandwich is a nine. You know, it's wow. not a ten because it's a lot of white bread going on. Uh, Let's just put it that way but it's a beautiful like just any like sandwich you just go to freaking like 7-eleven version in japan of you buy a sandwich then you're like this freaking awesome sandwich and i'm not even like a sandwich person and i'm like it's great already <laughs> uh nine barb is um i mean four right i mean four <laughs> four only because people tell me it's good but it's probably a one because i didn't watch it like i stopped watching it <laughs> But I'll give it four out of respect to Kristen Wiig because just I just like putting my respect out there, and uh, on that scale, um, yeah, I can't I can't rate Barb because I've never seen it past that fifteen minutes. But anyway, it's too late. <laughs> and then I'll give um, this movie I'll give like a seven and a half. I I had a good time. Like it was very short. <laughs> it's good. Like it's I short, love a short yeah. movie. I don't need a two hour long movie for anything. Uh, an, an hour and a half, just uh, sweet and fast, and uh, and it was engaging. I enjoyed both main characters. I enjoyed Mark Ruffalo. He was looking hot, uh, although sad, but that didn't take away from his hotness. And uh, 7.5. Joe, what about you? 
Well, first off, Michelle, I'm glad you understand Barb and Star. It sounds like yeah. and we're on the same page the- there. <laughs> the, the, the I thought it was, and- it was wacky. You mm. had to get on board with it mm. and be like, I'm just gonna go with it. But I was on a plane watching it, so I couldn't go anywhere. So I had to finish it. <laughs> and I did. With it, it was enjoyable. Where else to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a good journey. But okay, I'm going to actually do a sandwich rating mm. just because I have one. I had one movie in mind, but then it brought another movie to mind that I really wanted to shout out. So I'm going to talk about Tenet. Oh, my that God. movie. Oh uh, Christopher Nolan, which is a time shout travel out. movie. <laughs> of the show tenet um horrible horrible hate tenet i hate tenet so much that's a zero it deserves your hate it's and i watched all of it oh you did i didn't stop 15 minutes in i I, I watched all of it we stopped about 20 minutes in it's Mm -hmm. really bad it's a zero on the other side of things predestination starring ethan hawk that's a 10 if you haven't seen predestination you got it it is a time travel movie it's not a movie about time travel it's a time travel movie (laughs) one of my favorite time travel movies ever and i only bring it up because i want people to go see it or else i'd just rate tenant because i really wanted to give that a zero and let the world know how much i hate it 13 (laughs) going on 30 solid rom-com movie i uh i'm gonna give it a six and a half Oh, no, that's, not, that's that's pretty good. That's not bad because yeah. predestination, I'm telling you, like if you said I'm interested in that, I might just ask for your address and Amazon Prime you a Blu-ray. Of oh, my it. God. That, like, that's <laughs> I how, haven't seen it. No, I haven't that's seen it. No one keeps uh, offering people Blu-rays. I just noticed. I just want their addresses I mean, I so I can I add it to my player. mailing list. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, it's just because predestination is so high. 6.5 is a, is a good score okay. in this scale. Right. If it was, if we took predestination out of it and it was just Tenet being a zero, this is a nine. Oh, nice. Uh, because Tenet is so bad. Oh, I see. So the scale is just huge, right? It's scale just wide. is whatever it's a very you wide want. scale it's, right now. It's very, it's it's like time, conti- space continuum. <laughs> it just all kinds of things happen to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, oh that's um, something I can well, stand by. Michelle, most importantly, what about you? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I feel like I'm going to put big on the scale because I have a beef with it. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. I brought it up so much. But uh, I'm going to put big on the scale. And we're going to put big at a at a four and a half. Okay. Oh, you're fair, okay. though. That's mm-hmm. a fair. You know. And I would say zero is like just horrible, oh. you know. Like the car accident. The worst. Just well, I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't say like I'm injured, but Uh maybe like you know, I I stepped in gum on the street. Okay, that's as you know. Not not. I would rather watch Big than do that. Mm -hmm. Especially you know, like with my bare feet. Oh, yeah. that's so horrible. Yeah. I would rather watch Big Why than do that. Why are you walking that. barefoot on the street? I don't you uh, know. In yeah. gum. Like. You're at the beach, maybe, <laughs> like on the boardwalk. Okay. Um, and then around, I would I would put 13 going on 30 up at a 9. Uh-huh. 
And on that nine par, okay. I would also put <gasps> Dirty Dancing. That's how I Just feel about case. those. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's where it falls for me mm-hmm. in the scope of rom-com, you know, greatness. And I feel like Dirty Dancing is one of those, it's like, it's a staple. Like, you got to see I it. It's so that. great. Yeah. I would put 13 going on 30 up there. And it, yeah. Yeah, I was obsessed with Dirty Dancing for like a hot second when I was a young child. Yeah, so I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. One of my faves. Could watch it anytime. Wow. Have you, yeah. um, is, isn't there like a move that like people like to do from Dirty Dancing? I have never done it. I don't, I don't think I would try. Mm-hmm. I am not I feel like you coordinated should, no. enough yeah. for that. Well, if you do, let us know and or put it in one of your sketches. Uh, well, oh, what happened, Joe? You just changed your aspect ratio. There you go. Um, uh, Michelle, well, that's awesome. So, so excited to have you and so excited to have uh, seen 13 going on 30. Otherwise, I would have never seen it in my life. I would have perished I'm, and never seen it. So I'm so that. glad I was able to mm-hmm. share that with you. Yeah. And like 7.5. I mean, I'm yeah. saying success all around. Would um, watch again? You're gonna? Are you gonna watch? No, Do you think you'd no, watch? No. 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 Wow. <laughs> but like, God bless. Um, it's very rare that I see a movie more than once. It only happened to, like, purpose and purpose to Interstellar uh, and um, uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> what? So, so many Maybe. Nolan, but so we many. hate Tenet. But we hate Tenet. We hate Tenet. <laughs> he lost it there um what happened chris and and then also mandy like mandy i'll be like let's let's watch mandy again mm-hmm. um uh, that's all i got so michelle tell us where can our audience find you on the instagrams or anywhere on the yeah. internet you can you can find me on instagram at michelle Chicatelli. it's tough to spell but it'll be in the description yeah. <laughs> um it, and i am producing some sketch comedy digital sketch comedy with bloomsday my musical sketch team will be releasing music videos once a month um, so you can check that out uh i'll link to them on my instagram or you can check out at gold comedy on instagram um or gold comedy on youtube and uh and you see all those fun music videos fantastic uh joe what's going on with you you know this is the first time i'm gonna share this news <gasps> right now we're in production of the fourth and final issue of bottoms up hard liquor my wow. horror comic book about a killer bottle of booze uh t- to be fair 30 pages are already done this is to finish the final 20 of the final issue scripts are written artist is working on it it will finally be done the full story will be told so if you want to catch up on it go there's many ways just go follow me go to jocabeo.com but if you go to gumroad.com slash jocabeo you could read the first three issues digitally for three dollars that is 90 pages of comic for three dollars it's actually my tax guy saying you got to stop you got to raise this <laughs> these prices. You owe the government so much money, Joe. Please. <gasps> oh my god. Um that's incredible. Why did you hold off on the news for so long? Could I ask? Because I, I just did. started working on it now. 
Okay, I thought he was in production. For, you said it's a lot that's been written. Oh, you mean a lot that has been written as a... Well, the final 20 pages mm -hmm. are, are being uh, drawn by the artists now. Got you. Because I didn't have an artist anymore. The scripts, the script wasn't fully done yet, all of that, so... And who is the artist? Can we hear their name, or is that a... To be Jobson Chagas. Ooh, great name. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, well, that's very exciting. Congrats. Um, and I am uh, just uh, floating about a universe, uh, the vessel to my uh, soon-to-come fetus. <laughs> well, soon to become a baby, uh, but still a fetus uh, as we speak. That's all we got. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Salud, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And you know what? Just follow us. Add Shut Up, I Love It, one, for Christ's sakes. And also, thank you for listening, Dan Harmon. <laughs>